There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, gals, and welcome back to Mouth Off Radio, the weekly podcast from NastyGal.com. I'm your host Paige Martin and today we have an amazing guest coming in to talk about something very topical. Today's guest is model, climate change advocate and bloody good period ambassador Emma Breshi. Today we're going to be talking about the climate strike, why she wants you to walk out of work in protest, why everyone might be moving to the UK and she's all in favour of getting her boobs out for a good cause. So let's jump right in. Welcome Emma. Hello! Hi! So you're a massive advocate for the environment. How and when did this all start? So I grew up in Thailand and I grew up by the sea growing up on an island called Phuket. Yeah. Which... Uh, I've been there. Yeah. I was actually there in January. Yeah? Yeah. For New from, Year's? like It was... We left... No, it was like a few days after. We left for China on New Year's Day and then we were like, oh, maybe we should just tag this on to the end of it, you know, because yeah. we got a day in Lou. So, yeah, we yeah. went over there. It was amazing. Yeah, it was a really good Great to place to grow up. And so, obviously, I was very connected to nature growing up on an island, you know. I think I, I was swimming before I could walk, you know. <laughs> so, I've always been connected with nature up until when I moved to the UK around almost 10 years ago now mm-hmm. to finish school. I kind of lost touch with that. Yeah. Because you're, you're so like, you get trapped into this routine of just hustle, hustle in the city, just you forget about things outside of your bubble, mm-hmm. that I'd just sort of forgotten my roots, if you will. But then this year in April, I went surfing in Sri Lanka. Yeah. And it was like the first time in a long time I'd been back in Asia since I left. So I was surfing for 10 days or however many weeks I was there, and it just hit me the shock factor of like, wow, the oceans, yeah, the oceans fucked. Mm. I was swimming in what was meant to be clear waters where sea turtles come and swim. And I did see sea turtles, yet on the other side of my board is like a crisp packet. Mm. And just, you know, paddling out, trying to surf waves and then getting caught in like a plastic bag or going on the beach and seeing like, you know, I saw a baby shoe, I saw razors, I saw all sorts of crap along the beach and it just hit me that it was almost like, it, I was overwhelmed with how actually it made me really upset. Yeah. You know, I was really triggered by it. Mm. And I remember being with all my friends and cleaning up the beaches and like, just because, I don't know, maybe I felt like, 
okay, maybe I can make myself feel better about it if I clean up this beach. Yeah. And I remember the local guys being like, why are you doing that? And I was like, why aren't you doing it? And they're like, there's no, there's no, there's no point. It's just going to end up back there anyways. So then I was like, oh, fuck. Like, there's this whole thing of, like, just shit being, like, thrown out. Yeah. And I felt helpless because I'm going every day after my surf, picking up little bits of, like, what I can. And even after filling up my bag, I'm like, it's, there's still so much crap. There's nothing I can do alone. Yeah. But then I think that kick stirred some sort of drive in me that was like, okay, cool. I need to do something about this. Not just to make myself feel better, but to try and... I remember the local guys being like laughing at me and I was like, well, actually, can you help me? And they're like, oh, what, what do you want? And I was like, can you get me some bags to like put the trash in? Yeah. And they were like, no, we don't have any. And I was like, can you go find me one, please? And they were like, okay. And they gave me rice bags and they were like watching me, not helping me at all, but watching me pick up things. But after seeing me do it every day while I was there, I think they kind of like respected that they were like, okay, yeah. Yeah. She's like, it was a weird thing. Yeah. They didn't help me, but they saw the, res they, they, they understood it. And yeah. then they would like the tuk-tuk drivers would help me go back to my hotel. And then I went to the hotel and was like, do you recycle? And they were like, we do have a recycling like, Thing. And so like I, I engaged in conversation with them about it, yeah. even though it's not on their priorities of like... But you made it aware to yeah. them again. And so then I was like, if I can do that on my holiday, imagine what I can do with my platform. And I'm not trying to... I'm not by no means any expert. It's weird when you say like advocate or activist to me because it's like, it's not what I've like, you know, set out to be or mm -hmm. do. I'm not really into labels. But if me just starting a conversation or learning more about something that I find passion or I'm passionate about mm -hmm. or just want to know more about and be more aware of engages more people to just stop and think a bit, then I know I'm at least doing something right. Yeah. So I guess that is a level of activism in itself. Yeah. But I don't go around being like, yeah, I'm an activist. Like, <laughs> I'm out your every door, just like handing flies. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess I get insecure sometimes about with that, what that label is. The connotations yeah. of being an activist and what people assume comes along yeah. with it. But I guess I'm still on a journey of, you know, sustainability is a, it's a journey for everyone. Yeah. And no one is by any means an expert. I'm not an expert, but I think it's definitely something everyone can join in to learn more about. And just do their bit. Just join in on the conversation, I guess. Yeah. So you said that you like to uh, use your platform. So you've got 36,000 followers on Instagram. Um, that gives you quite a big platform and allows you to promote your environmental issues. Do you think the power of social media can help fight global warming crisis? I think it can definitely get everybody on board in talking about it. Yeah. Um, I feel like with social media, a lot of us escape, use social media to escape and stir away from like things that are going on. Yeah. But like, if you think about it, it's one of the biggest places that people can connect and engage with others mm -hmm. that maybe we could never have done 10 years ago. Yeah. I feel like it can definitely inspire and trigger people in ways to join in on the conversation. Yeah. But it's weird. I didn't really pay it, even though I'd see videos and things and be like, that like breaks my heart. Okay, cool. Donate, donate like 50 pounds to this charity. Cool. Did my bit. 
The only time I really sort of like shocked was mm. when I was out there. Yeah. In it. Yeah. You know? So I feel like with social media, it's definitely a tool that people can use to, to just at least talk about it. Mm -hmm. Raise awareness. Get people to like, you know, you, you see a picture and you're like, cool, I want to go there and I want to do that. So we have to somehow make that, with climate change, make it in a way that gets people engaged in the same way they would like if they saw a new pair of sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? People love their sneakers. But I get loads of people on my Instagram being like, oh, can you enough with the sustainability and um, climate change stuff, man? You're really putting a downer on my day. Why can't I just see you in like fresh looks? And I'm like, oh, okay. So if that's all you see me as, that's one side of me, but this is the other side that I'm very passionate about. And unfortunately yeah. right now, my top priority isn't my fresh looks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's this thing that's I planet. You know, and at the end of the day, if you don't like what I'm talking about, you have a choice to unfollow me mm -hmm. and not listen. But I strongly advise that you just at least join in on the conversation. And I feel like with social media, there's so much call out culture, shame tied to it that when people call me out or like add negative tones to what I'm doing, I don't want to, you know, disengage with them. If anything, I I spark more of a conversation yeah. with the naysayers. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, why do you feel this way? It's, I'm not afraid of you telling me I'm shit. I'm not afraid of you telling me that I'm not right because I'm not here saying that I'm the best and I'm this and whatever. I'm here to have a conversation with you. Yeah. Let's talk about it. And that's what it should be about, having yeah. a conversation and not shying away from it and just looking at pretty pictures and ignoring this issue that ultimately is going to affect all of us. Yeah. And is already affecting us with everything that's been happening in the Amazon, as well as being um, very interested in environmental issues, that you're a supporter of Love Your Mother movement. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about that and how you got involved? So Mother is um, it's a media platform uh, owned by a company, Brave Bison. I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, they basically are a channel that uh, are committed to sort of like championing people in sustainability and all things like conscious living and, you know, yeah, eco-friendly related things. And they basically champion the people in that or the stories behind all those things mm -hmm. um, that are really paving the way for like a more sustainable future. Okay. So with Mother, I've teamed up with them because we're developing a uh, YouTube show. How exciting. Yeah, completely about sustainable fashion. Excellent. Yeah, so it's really exciting to have this additional platform now for me to really sort of like develop my, develop more of a, my voice for this, mm -hmm. to have a bit more, it's nice to have a team with me who are just as passionate, um, creating things that can actually sort of make some sort of like better engage, form of like engagement with the people that follow me. Yeah. Or maybe it's like a better way to actually communicate with people because there's only so much I can do with a photo post or, you know, I can't reply to everyone's DMs on social media. That's why I say with social media, it's more of a tool to just start a conversation. Yeah. To then direct them onto other platforms, maybe. Mm -hmm. So with this show, it might be a great way, it's sort of like addition to my social media page. Yeah. Having this show will be an extra like, bonus to really sort of like just getting people to stop, think, listen, have a, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's going to be something that's like, 
I think, a journey I'm going to embark on that everyone else can follow as well. Well, I'm excited to see that when it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> um, the UK SCN's climate strike, um, so that calls for action and for people to walk out of their jobs. Mm not permanently, just to join the strike. Um, can you tell me a little bit more on how people can support and any tips for people that do want to maybe miss the day of work to go and support this well, really mean, important cause? Even if you don't want to miss like a whole day of work, mm -hmm. because yeah, well, realistically, I'm not going to be like, everyone, <laughs> leave your jobs. And they're like, yeah, but I might get fired. <laughs> and it's like, well, we don't want that either. <laughs> But the whole world's on fire, yeah. so you will get fired anyways. <laughs> Literally. Wow. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that took a very dark turn. It did. But um, basically, like, this has all kind of sort of manifested after the Amazon fires. Yeah. And then, obviously, everyone realizing what's going on around the world. Being, a, I feel like it actually really... That was a big sort of, like, that was a loss for the world, I feel. It's one of the wonders of the world. And to see something like that on a huge scale like that i think it really did it triggered people just yeah, the same sure. way me being in the ocean was it triggered me yeah you know so i feel like it's great that this kind of sort of movement's happening now and i think everyone has a chance to t take part okay but no one has to feel shamed by like, you know, not feeling like they're going to be good enough if they don't make it or they do make it, you know, everyone has a part to play. Mm -hmm. And if it is that you can't miss a full day's work, just go on your lunch. Yeah. Just show Whoever up. Whoever is in you, you know, just get a feel for it. Or at least if you're not going to be at the protest, at least use that as a sort of like, you know, excuse to do some research on it. Yeah. Join in on the, I feel like with the protest, it's just, another way to show up and say, hey, we have to talk about this. We really all need to come together and really think about things and just jump on board. Mm. I think a lot of people, so like the general masses, I think they would agree with you. There are going to be some naysayers oh, and people course. that have some very silly opinions. Yeah. I find a lot of the time the issues are with leaders the people sure. that make the decisions. Is there anything we can do as individuals? The thing is, it's like, it's so frustrating with governments and the peop the top dogs, if you will, the leaders of society, because it almost seems like we are too small or too irrelevant to actually make any change. But I think it's so important to never underestimate the importance of or the power, say, one person has. Because many small, consistent sort of like actions will impact on such a huge scale. And you as one person actually have way more power than, say, any leader on this planet. Yeah. Yeah, they might have money. They might have, like, you know, power in the sense that they can just change the law. But I feel like there's this quote that I, I heard on... Um, when I went to the Copenhagen Sustainable Fashion Summit, and I can't remember who said it, but they said, don't let perfect get in the way of doing good. Okay. So it's like, even though, you know, we might be like, oh, I'm not, I'm not smart enough to really join in on this conversation, or I, I don't, I don't uh, you know, I have too much stuff to, or you know what I mean? Like, I, there's nothing I can do to make mm -hmm. a difference. Yeah. The truth is, you can. It's about seeing 
just taking a real hard look at what you've already got going on, what your, your lifestyle's already like, and just seeing, okay, there's this area of that and that area that I can make changes because there's always room for change and we should always inspire to be better or do better, at least. Do you have one change in particular you'd like people to see or something small that everyone can do? Well, so I'm currently on a 15-day challenge with the UN. Okay. Um, the UN, uh, United Nations Environment Programme. Yeah. Um, and they've challenged me to try and reduce my carbon footprint. They have five different categories. I think it's, um, so it starts off with like food, stuff, movement, transport, um, and then money and fun. So I've taken stuff and transport mm -hmm. because I know those are the things that I struggle with the most. Yeah. Um, so I try to reduce my single-use plastic by, for 15 days, being plastic-free. Excellent. Even if in a big, you know, like, people are like, yeah, well, there's plastic in everything. But that's the whole point. You do this challenge to realize, fuck, there's plastic in everything. Yeah. So imagine if everyone was just a little bit more conscious about when they go. Like today, I went to buy lunch, went into Pret and was like, I can't eat anything here other than the loose banana. <laughs> because it's all wrapped it's in plastic. all wrapped in plastic yeah so then I was like okay I should have thought about this before I should have <laughs> like prepped my meals and brought me but I didn't yeah. so then it's like yeah I'm really committed to this and really challenging myself but at least doing this I feel like we'll rewire because you know 15 it takes 15 days to make something a habit okay or so that's where the 15 yeah. day challenge that's comes why from. I think it's like you have to really commit to something to really turn it into a good habit. Yeah. So we got many, we all have really bad habits. Oh, cool. And the other one I did was transport, because another bad habit of mine is I Uber everywhere. Yeah. And people are like, you can't be an environmentalist if you're taking cars everywhere. And I was like, mm, you do have a point. So it made you look at yourself and actually make that positive and change. And today I've taken a bike. Have you? <laughs> I brought my skateboard. I like took a bus and I was like, I'm exhausted, but you know, at least <laughs> I'm being sustainable and burning calories. Yeah. So it's like killing two birds with one stone. I think a lot of environmental issues does come down to modern living. So what mm. you were saying about going into prep and everything's wrapped in, in plastic, it's kind of like that. Grab that quick lunch and stuff. And we have become a culture of convenience. Yeah. And, and plastic just, is a big part of that. We just succumb to whatever society puts in front of us. Like, no, 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 no. Take this. Don't take that. Yeah. Take this. Because it's in their best interest for us to take what they want us to take. Of course. But if everyone, if you think about it, say if, if everyone, how many people are in the world? Billions, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine if everyone just refused taking the plastic Sandwich, wrap sandwich that all these businesses would be bust they'd yeah. go you know and then it forces businesses to think rethink their own business models yeah okay we need to make sure we give people what they want it's not about you know what i mean so mm. that's when i say actually you as an individual have far more power than anybody else yeah especially i try to tell my friends who are of influence especially on social media you have so much power and you don't even realize it. You're selling all these shoes. Great. I'm all for an Insta baddie selling the shoes because <laughs> you got to make money. I get yeah. it. I totally get that because we're all on the same boat. But also, what about the other things you're passionate about? Whether it is environmental, you know, um, human, humanitarian, whatever your thing is that you're passionate about. Use your platform for use that it. too. Yeah. Talk. You're so much more than just somebody on Instagram. Yeah.
people follow you because you have a voice, not just because you're a face. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, we were having this conversation earlier where it's like, oh, you know, there's influencers who just literally just post pretty pictures. And I feel like even influencers get insecurities where they're like, no, I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not that person. I can't talk about this stuff. Mm. Maybe I should. I speak to other influencers that are like, oh, I don't really, I can't talk about these sort of things. And I was like, but you can. Yeah, you have a mouth. You can do whatever you want to. You, just like you would a friend. Yeah. That's why I like to think like, I'm just on Instagram. I'm not an influencer. I'm not. I'm just people's friends here talk, having a chat about yeah. stuff. I'm, I'm the annoying guy in the club. <laughs> <laughs> so on your Instagram, I like to stalk everyone's Instagram. I always <laughs> confess this. I was looking at um, one of your video series and it predicts what's going to happen all across the globe. So what area is going to become desert? What areas oh, are going to lose? Oh, my story? Yeah. Yeah. That was really eye-opening to me. And what I found really interesting was the predicted mass immigration to the UK and New Zealand. So these and islands, the, the Arctic, and the Arctic, what the actually not going there. But to... it's not going to be the Arctic anymore. No. That's the whole point. It's going to be a new. That's so like city. that's like mind boggling. Yeah, to me. that's it's really it was so eye opening. Yeah, that so many landscapes that we know everything we've ever been taught. It hasn't changed in hundreds of years is going to be so different because everyone's like oh the earth like we need to save the earth save the earth the truth is like the earth is going to be fine yeah it's us that's probably gonna like obviously we want to save the earth because the amount of damage we're doing to it and there's nothing we can do because the damage is done right mm. and i'm not an expert i'm by no means a scientist i think i flunked science so <laughs> i'm not one for facts okay but the point is that we can we have the resources, the tools to read up on it, to understand like, okay, I might not be a scientist that can cure or solve climate change, right? But I can be part of the whole, I can contribute to try, at least making that yeah. effort into saving the human race, the planet. It sounds so dramatic, right? But, but it's, it's, it's a reality that we need to take seriously. And I, I think with me, what I try the most is try to just make it a bit more fun. Yeah. Make it more user friendly, make it more people friendly, make <laughs> it more this generation friendly. Yeah. If I could save the planet by just like making memes, I probably would. <laughs> but that's the reality we have. Yeah. This is the, you know, this is the kind of world we live in where, yeah, no one likes. Like I get messages all the time like you're really scaring me. You're really upsetting me. And I'm like. I'm sorry you feel this way. I, and I, I, empathize, I sympathize and empathize where they're coming from mm. because I'm, I can totally imagine. It's so overwhelming. It Sometimes I get overwhelmed and I'm like, Ooh, I, need, I need to turn off the TV yeah. because it's draining my energy. Mm. How am I supposed to save the world if I'm, my energy is like drained right now? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I totally understand where those people are coming from. And that's why I say, well, it's important for us to talk about it. See the harsh reality of what's happening and let's try and figure out productive ways rather than oh, cry in a corner, I'm scared. Let's channel that fear and put it into something productive. Definitely. And everyone's like, ignorance is bliss, right? But unfortunately, it's not. No. Ignorance is blisteringly hot heat. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure you're feeling it because I'm feeling it yeah. every year. It's getting hotter. Well, in Europe, what was it up to like 45 degrees? Like that's unreal. And the winters are colder. It's going to be a bad one this year, I reckon. And I know lots of people have their opinions on like, it's not real, it's not real, but... It's kind of real. Yeah. yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> 
you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Working in the fashion industry, I know there's been a lot of conversation about fast fashion and what part it plays in our environmental issues. What small steps or advice would you give to brands in order for them to be more sustainable? For instance, Nasty Girl, we do a vintage range, which you're sporting a piece from now, which is all sourced from vintage and reworked materials. Do you think more people need to be looking at going down that route? We are obviously in fashion because we love fashion. It gives us such amazing sort of like self-expression and creative. It's a creative outlet for us people that are creative. Yeah. I love fashion, but I'm also not in it just because I love it. I'm in it because I need, we need to change it. Basically, fashion contributes to, you know, carbon emissions big time. Yeah. Um, and it's not about saying, hey, Fuck fashion. It's really, it's a tough one because I also get a lot of people being like, don't work with fast fashion brands and blah, 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 blah. And boycotting is, is not, is something I try. It's like, I want to have the conversation with these brands. Yeah. I want to have the conversation with clients. If I can go in there, work with a brand and be like, hey, what are you doing that's sustainable? Oh, we're not. Have you ever thought about it? Have you ever, it's about, I really strongly feel that brands, and companies, they really need to take a hard look of what they're already, like what's going on in their business mm -hmm. and what sort of things they can do to just at least try to be more sustainable. Not as a whole, it's so, like being 100% sustainable is super difficult. Of course, yeah. But if you can look at one area and say, hey, we can actually just source better fabric. We can make better choices in the terms of quality of our stuff. Or we can, you know, reuse things and, and we don't have to, you know, make it more circular, the mm -hmm. economy in fashion. Um, I think it, the advice I have to give to brands and 
especially in the fashion industry, is like, don't be scared of, to be transparent. Yeah. Transparency is so important, I think. Because honest, you have to be honest about your brand and your values. And if you just rework your business model in a way that's like, okay, we can try to be a bit more sustainable here. Let's incorporate some elements of sustainability here. And I think later down the line, in the grand scheme of things, people are gonna have no choice but to be sustainable. Yeah. For me, it's important to get everyone in on the conversation because that's how we can instigate change. Saying, it's hard for me sometimes, obviously, as a, you know, because of the things that I have strong beliefs in, you know, it is my passion. It's hard for me sometimes when, say, like a brand that just doesn't tie with my v values or my image, it's hard for me to say, like, okay, I'll take care of money just because I need, I would rather just not work with the person, right? Yeah. But also that in itself won't enable any sort of change as well. Yeah. So it's important to just, with brands, work with brands and see if you can actually, you know, meet with retailers, meet with clients and brands and at least talk to the client that wants to work with me. It's not about shunning others saying you're not good enough. It's like you can do something. When I went to the Copenhagen Fashion Summit, the number one message was like, just do something. Just think about this, just think about doing better, making better choices, Yeah. being more aware, being more conscious, being more transparent. And then eventually, you know, it's everyone needs to take little steps. We're going to skip on now to the quick fire round questions. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even look at these. I so. mean, it's fine. <laughs> I'm scared. Whatever comes out your mouth first, okay. we'll take it. Right. If you were in death row, wow, what would your final meal be? And I want a drink, a starter, a main and a dessert. Okay. I think my drink would be rosebud tea because I love a loose road spud mm -hmm, tea. Mm -hmm. It just makes me feel like I'm drinking love. It's really pretty it's as well. It's such a pretty drink. It's gorgeous, it? yeah. Okay, starter, fish tacos. Nice, always. I have it tattooed here. Really? Yeah. Where mm. does the best fish tacos? LA. I mean, I'm pretty sure Mexico, but I haven't, I haven't been there Mexico's yet. Mexico's like, hey! Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't been to Mexico yet, so I'm, I've had the best fish tacos in LA. Okay, Maine? Fried rice with king prawns. Damn it. People are going to be like, why is this bitch eating fish? She's meant to be a fucking environmental. Like, <laughs> obviously, nice, like, good source for Yeah. <laughs> I try to eat less trowled. meat. Yeah. Obviously, I try to eat less um, seafood and stuff, but yeah. I just I mean, do love your, seafood. You're on death row. I think yeah. <laughs> and your dessert, the most important part. I love gelato, Italian gelato. Flavor? Hazelnut. Oh, classic. Yeah, That's it's, a really good, it's meal. good, man. I'll share Hazelnut that with you. It's good. What are you most excited about in life right now? Here with you? I will take it. You heard that, everyone. Right now. Right now. Right now. Being here with me. <laughs> um, what did you want to be when you were younger? A marine biologist, but like I said, I flunked science, so. <laughs> in a way, you're kind of like circling back almost. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I was that. really obsessed with like swimming with, you know, animals. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to do, but that's I'm just not cool. smart enough to research them <laughs> on a scientific level. I just want to swim with them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think there's life on other planets? Yes. 100%. Yeah. Do you reckon they've made contact with Earth yet? 
I don't know. We'll have when is it? Storm Fifty One is the same day as the climate strike. Is it? Oh, that's exciting. Don't you think there's like a coincidence? Like that's not a coincidence. It's not. The Storm Fifty One mm-hmm. raid is on the same day as the global climate strike. Maybe Someone. that's when the aliens are going to come down and just restart. <laughs> just Could like we fucked up. Face to like, black. <laughs> Reboot the system. Oh, they fucked it up, guys. <laughs> Let's go again. Um, have you ever, in a romantic situation, made the first move? Yes. All right. Do you want me to elaborate? Yeah, go on. Yeah, so with my current boyfriend, he was so scared to kiss me that I got so fed up. I was like, fuck it, fine. I'll kiss you first. <laughs> no way. That's it. Just put it on him, girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, what does your last text that you sent say? Now, this is, can get people into trouble. Should I check? If you want to. Mm. To who? That is... Yeah, so the last text that you sent, who was it to and what did it Oh, say? it was to my agent and I said, I'm four stops away. <laughs> and now you're here! <laughs> um, would you rather have a rewind button, a pause button, or a fast forward button on your life? So I'm a Virgo. I'm definitely going to hit the pause button. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I'm going to hit pause and be like, hang on a second. Let's take a minute. Process. Enjoy. Be in the moment. (laughs) Okay, I love that. Um, What's the worst date you've ever been on? It must be one where I went on a date with a guy who had smaller hands than me, but he made it very obvious to me like it was the starting conversation was he like hold your he was hands like, up oh my god tonight. look at that no. i've got smaller hands than you i think he just wanted to get it out of the way <laughs> because he know he knows he has small hands mm. but i was just like this is weird now I've got go. <laughs> yeah I've got not go. because you have small hands but it's like you're really making it obvious yeah. that you've got way smaller hands than and me and if that is one of your hang-ups what are the rest <laughs> of them <gonna> be? <laughs> I don't know. you know what they say small that. hands <laughs> <laughs> Um, so do you think dating apps have killed romance Mm, I don't know I mean I've obviously met people I've like been with people and we met on apps but then they've also left me because of apps oh do you mean like they were apping on the side they were apping on the side man what yeah oh so you think it's apps whatever Mm. It's down to the individual. Yeah. If you're a bit of a waste man, you're a bit of a waste, or a waste woman. Yeah. Equal I mean, I totally get it. It's another, op- it, there, it's a way to meet people. Okay. But then I think it's also forgetting that we, we can meet people like in reality, not okay. behind a screen. That's true. I don't know. London or New York? London. Hey, so you moved to London, did you say 10 years ago? Yeah. And whereabouts? What's your favorite part of London? So I've lived, I lived in Hammersmith first, didn't like it. Then I moved east and did the whole like Dalston, Newington Green, yeah. Stokey, yeah. and now I'm back in Dalston. Back in Dalston. Mm. I just love here. east. Um, spicy or sweet? Depends on how spicy. I love spicy food, but you know when it's so spicy that your f- mouth is just, you can't feel your tongue yeah. anymore? Um, all right, so spicy is in like papaya salad made in Thailand. Well, that depends. Three chilies. Maybe two chilies. Two chilies. That's pretty decent though. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, Three is pushing it. <laughs> it is, isn't it? And then it's a bit risky. pushing it down there too. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> um, horror movies or rom coms? Rom coms. 
What's your favorite? Only because the other option was horror, and I do like the idea of horror, but I know where my mind goes if I watch horror. You like, what was that? kind of person after. I'll just take it to heart. Yeah. I'll believe it too much. <laughs> it's gonna happen to me. So with rom-coms, you know, like the other day I watched Fifty First Dates because I hadn't watched it in so long and it's like such a classic. Yeah. You know? And I don't really like Adam Sandler movies, but Fifty First Dates is my f one of like it's a, a good, good one. one. Yeah. It is funny. It's cute. Isn't yeah. It? Um, T-shirt and jeans or killer dress? T-shirt and jeans probably. Yeah. Or Killer dress with trainers. As long as I'm wearing trainers, I don't mind. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> Just I've don't ask me to wear heels, please. I'm like, can I wear my trainers? Yeah, and I love that trainers now are considered, like, um, you know... Formal wear. Formal wear <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> it's pretty cool, actually. I'm wearing trainers. <laughs> right, well, that was all the quick round questions. Yeah. You survived it. You did it really quick. And I threw in some extra ones yeah. you didn't even notice. <laughs> so... Thank you, Emma, for joining me today. Oh, thanks so much. Have for you enjoyed me. your time on Mouth Off Radio? Hell yeah. Please let everyone know, first of all, where they can find you on social media, where they can find out more about the climate strike and more about um, all the other organizations that you're involved in, including Ooh, make sure. Bloody Good Period. Oh, yes, that's my favorite. <laughs> when I'm not fighting for the world, I'm fighting for people's periods. <laughs> She's busy. She's busy. Right? Girl. It's it's hard because yeah. like you know, but I feel like they go hand in hand. They do. They are things that everyone they've come up and they're All quite relevant. All global issues are interconnected. I believe. Definitely. Definitely. So you can find me on Instagram at Emma Bresky. Do you want me to spell it? Go on then. E double M A. <laughs> Not breasty, yeah? Bresky. Because that's what people get mistaken for. I, I wonder why. I've had a look at your Instagram and I'm like, oh, there they are, her breasties. E-double-M-K-B-R-E-S-C-H-I. And climate change. And you can find all the details about the strike on the 20th. Um, just type in globalclimatestrike.net. Okay. And we have to mention the bloody good period as well. Yes. Bloody good period is... Bloody good. I'm pretty sure if you Google bloody, bloody good, good period, period it's going to come good. up, yeah. but it usually is just okay. bloodygoodperiod.com. Amazing. Any parting words of wisdom? Like I said before, don't let perfect get in the way of doing good. Excellent. Well, Emma Breshi, everyone. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.